All right, hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Lloyd Brenty with Truly Grace Ministries. I'm leading a community of believers that want to uh, kind of find themselves in a faith-based life. If you're suffering from a setback, maybe it may be divorce, addiction, uh, finances, losing your job, whatever the case may be, we're a community that wants to support you and help you through any and all things that you go through. You can find us at uh, 8735 Highway 613 in Escatawa, where you can come in and meet the whole family. Uh, we start eating every Friday nights at 545. Uh, the service starts at 630 to 730. We, um, we take care of your kids for you. We're also on Spotify, YouTube, uh, podcast. We also have radio stations, 96.9 FM and 1580 AM. Our show is done live, also shown on TV on WGUD. It's at 7 o'clock on Thursdays, where you can watch us live if you miss the recordings. I really would like for you to get involved. And if you really need a change in your life, I know that you've been trying so hard your way. The struggles can only be overcome by Christ. Christ is the healer of all things. Truly Grace Ministries is where you need to be. Come as you are. Everybody's welcome. The no judgment zone. You are all welcome at Truly Grace. Our family is committed to making sure that each and individual that steps onto the grounds from the parking lot to inside will be nothing but family felt. You, you'll feel like home right when you get there. Nobody gets left behind. We love y'all and I hope to see y'all soon. a sign. Here's your sign. Three seconds. No, we're ready. Welcome to Truly Grace. That is amazing. Great job, everybody. You really do like coming here. We love coming here. You guys love tuning in to all the social media outlets that we have at Truly Grace. Appreciate you guys for for tuning in, watching us on the television, and boy, Lloyd has a lot of messages. This thing lit up, brother. Put it on live. We are live. You can come out and visit us live at 8735 Highway 613, Escatawa, Mississippi, one mile north of Piggly Wiggly. On the left, I don't think we have the light anymore, but Jesus' light shines. Can't miss it. You can also watch us on WGUD Channel 51, Thursdays at 7 p.m., 97.1 FM, and 15.80 a.m. on Sundays at 8 a.m. Of course, all the media outlooks and social media outlooks, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. But please visit us at trulygrace.org. Uh, all, all types of things there. You could, you could uh, make donations there to Truly Grace, to the ministry, to help further the, the ministry of Truly Grace. Uh, you can also uh, buy raffle tickets that we were uh, extending the raffle till December the 18th. It's got head shaking yes, so that's correct. Because what happens is every day somebody comes out and goes, I want to buy a ticket, I want to buy a ticket. So we just have to push it out so everybody has a, a decent opportunity and a chance to win all the, all the goodies that are televisions of different sizes all the same brand aren't they all the same brand they're vizio roku is it a roku or roku is a program it's behind me now i'm pointing 
TMI. TCL, I'm just kidding. We're also going to have a trunk or treat here at Truly Grace. If you guys are paying attention, yeah, clap. Come on now, that's good, trunk or treat. So if you guys are, uh, are, are, are watching on, uh, on all the uh, social media sites and on television uh, and listening to us on the radio, y'all come out on, on uh, the, uh, October the 31st. I think that's when it is. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty consistent every year, I think. October 31st, that's right. We're going to do trunk or treat right here in the, on, the, on the grounds. So uh, more than welcome to bring your vehicles and open it up for the, for the, for the kids involved, uh, adults that like candy and, and the neighborhood around, and anybody that's passing through that needs a, a blessing and, and some uh, uh, sugar fix. Uh, if you want to make donations of candy, uh, please do that. Uh, see someone in the staff or uh, make contact with somebody. You can reach out, like I said, on truthgrace.org and make donations of candy and goods to be given out on the uh, trick or trunk. Trick or trunk. That's what it's called, trick or trunk. That's where, in case you don't know, if you're from far away and y'all don't trick or trunk, I'm sure you do. You just pull up, you decorate your vehicle, you open your trunk, and you sit in there and you hand candy out and some love to the children. Is that right? Another clap. Lord, they clapped it tonight. Good. Y'all want to, uh, anybody got a song or a dance or, what about you, like you want to dance? No, man, no, I'm not going to sing. We got people here with precious ears and I can make a joyful noise to the Lord. That's what they say, but it's not joyful to anybody else. <clears throat> Brother Lloyd, you want me to say a prayer and then come on up? God, please have your way here tonight. We open our hearts and our minds to you here at Truly Grace. We, we seek your, 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 your spirit into our lives, Lord. We pray that you just have a move of the spirit here tonight, God. I pray that you touch everyone in this building, Lord, everyone that watches this on all the social medias, that listens to us on the radio. I pray that your will be done here tonight, God. I pray that you bless Lloyd. I pray that you bless the message. God, and just continue your move here and let everyone feel the love of Christ when they enter truly grace. And I pray that everyone will just be loved on in your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Mm-hmm. Come on, Brother Lloyd. I got some coffee back there waiting on me. Sometimes you need some coffee, amen? Well, get on back to your coffee. Give me some love. <laughs> all right, all right. Man, look here. Y'all ready for another night of truly grace? Amen. Man, look here. Are y'all ready for another night of truly grace? That's what I'm talking about. Listen. Man, all week long. I, I, I need y'all to really, look, I know I ask you every week, but I need people to start paying attention and listening to, to the word of Christ, you, you, the gospel, you know, not what the world is saying. I understand I say that all the time, but obviously, you know, people are not paying attention. You know what I'm saying? We are the only, the only Christ the world will ever see. Outside beyond these walls, outside that door, out there in them streets, it's a very dark world. And I'm going to explain it. I'm going to express it. I need you to take in what's going to go on here tonight. 
because it's, man, I'm telling you, my, my family, it's done hit my family. It's hitting everybody's family. We're, it's by the masses. And, and it's about the men and it's about the women. Anybody that's a leader that takes on the responsibility to do something for another person. We got to stop. No, no more of this religion. No more of this hypocrite stuff. Y'all got to get away from that. If y'all go to a place, I know that there's people in here from several different churches. If you're going to a place that is not ran, but only a bunch of hypocrites, well, their way or the highway and all that stuff like that, you get away from it. There's one way. There's God's way. And if they're not following by that scripture, that's why I tell everybody, don't listen to me. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to another woman. You go into this book and you read for yourselves what it says. So when I say a scripture, I see a lot of people coming in this house. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to start bringing pens and little bit of index cards so y'all can write down the scripture. Take it back home when you go home and you study and you go over it so you can give it to somebody else. Because if everybody's just getting a feed and just coming in and listening to me and listening to Wednesday and Sunday, you're going to go back out the same way you came in. Because I'll ask you next week what they did say on Wednesday and Sunday. And you're going to look at me like I'm crazy. I don't remember. He said something about, I don't know, little, little sheep, little... Yeah, but see, if you preach Jesus, there you go. <laughs> you ain't going to forget that, are you? I'll tell you what, when you leave this house, you're going to hear some truth. Y'all ready for some truth tonight? Amen. Man, I can't do nothing but tell the truth. That's what set me free. So before we get started, as always, you know, we're fixing to go to Club Jesus. We're going to cut the lights down low. We're going to start rocking in here. I know it's different than any place around because I want it to be different. Because David got out of his chair and started dancing around the room and acting a crazy fool. And then I go into places all the time and they just standing there. I'll say it because everybody does say it. They be like, this. man, I walked into the Pentecostal church the other day and everybody, that woman said, man, these people look like a bunch of Baptists. But I ain't saying nothing if you're Baptists. But you know what I'm saying? Y'all got to get up out your seat sometime. Raise your hand and surrender. God wants you to worship him. He wants you to love him like he loves you. You'll get nothing out of it until you surrender and let him inside you. I done been there, done that. Until I surrendered, I know what the power of the Holy Spirit does for people if you just surrender. We all surrender here tonight with me. Amen. Look here, I love y'all. Y'all got to love Jesus. Y'all here on a Friday night. Y'all could be at the ball games. Y'all could be at your own little club. But y'all here with Jesus. So let's love him tonight. All right, whoever hits the lights, hit the lights and we finna love Jesus. Y'all ready? Stand with me and worship Jesus. Come on. The devil thought he had a hold of me. There we go. He told so many lies that I believed. Got too weak to carry on. I thought that I was too far gone. But then I heard a voice from Calvary. And now I'm singing. Soul. That's right. And though the enemy is near 
in this house this week. That's right. Look at I see people raising their hands. That's what I'm talking That's what you're supposed to be singing about. You're supposed to dance about it. Check it out. Oh, yeah. He's our rescue story, y'all. No matter where you've been and where you're going, he'll save you. There I was empty-handed crying There you were in the shadows, holding out your hand. You made me there, and now where would I be without you? Where would I be, Jesus? You and the voice in the desert, calling me out in the dead of
never gave up on me You were my testimony been rescued. That's right. Amen. Thought y'all was too far gone, didn't you? Look at us. Praising his name. They can't stop there. You can't stop Jesus. If he's did something for you, I want you to come here and tell him about it tonight. Y'all can come up here and talk to him right here at this altar. He loves to hear from you. It's okay. You don't got to be afraid. Y'all get stuff off your chest, man. Y'all, our flame frames are too flimsy to be carrying all this around. Get it up off of you, man. Go on up and talk to Jesus. You know he blessed you. Go tell him how thankful and grateful he is. Out of the depths I cry to you. In darkest places I will call. Incline your ear to me anew. And hear my cry for mercy, Lord. That's right. That's right. Were you to count my sinful ways? How could I come before you your throne? Yet for forgiveness means my gain. I stand we do tonight. by grace
himself is paid the price that all who trust in him today find healing in his sacrifice that all who trust in So my brother-in-law came to me and he, I was out there, I was throwing cornhole, like we always do with our families. And he says, Lloyd, uh, I need you to do one thing for me this week. I want you to go tell those people. I want you to go tell those people that how much that men need to become leaders. That the world is in lack of so much of leadership. And that's why all our children and everybody is dealing with what they're dealing with. Even us, you know, just because you're grown doesn't make you grown. Because if you don't know the word and you don't have any wisdom, you're still a child. 
That's how we come to Christ. Because if you knew so much and you were so grown, why do you keep screwing up? Ask yourself that. You're so grown when I ask you a question. How you doing? I'm doing great. But not like them over there because I'm grown. Oh, how are you now? So for them, I, my brother-in-law and everybody and the, and, the, and the little boy, I don't know his name. But they found him in the water. Dead. Huh? Dustin Suttles. We pray for him and his family tonight. Because the world out there would say, well, Dustin, he's hanging around the wrong people. That's why it happened. That isn't no reason to kill somebody. If that's the case, then why don't we all just get a gun out right now and shoot each other? Have we all screwed up sometime in our lives? Made some bad choices? But without leadership, they don't know no different. So they yell at me. They yell at Dustin. Now Dustin is up there and he's at peace where we all long to be. But I pray for him and his family. I pray for him and his family because I hope that they will take from this and they will become a leader for the ones that are still here. Just like I had to become. Because I was lost just like him. I'm glad I made it. But a lot of us hadn't. This guy come in and he showed me again about how that there was no father present in his life. His son too this week was found in Alabama. All he did was go score a sack of weed. Boy, bless his heart. Shoot. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we're doing now. I didn't know we were still doing Club Jesus. Everybody get up and dance. But men, women, I know sometimes, like women, uh, my son Travis's mother's in the house. Teresa, and she's been... Uh, taking on the role of a mother and a father. You know, because I've been gone for so many years. Never done much of nothing. But just be loyal. That ain't enough. Because see, if you leave people out there by themselves, you leave them kids out there like all they do, then they let the world raise them. Then you get out to this world and you see what they do to you. They take you on these journeys. Just right out front when I was coming in here, Listen, I'm talking about all the way to the point where we take control of phones. Like I heard tonight, we take control of phones. I got some friends of mine in here. What, 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 we can say that. They ain't going to sue me. The Walters. They have control of stuff like that. You don't do, you don't do, now, maybe we, you, you know, you got to control things like phones, your friends, thoughts. You got to take them captive because the world will say anything they want to say. And everybody bites on it. They throw a little bait out there. Everybody bites on it. You know, be humble when you do it, of course. You can't yell at your kids. Everybody thinks, well, I'm going to yell it down their throat. How, how well does that work? If I yell at you right now, I ain't going to get nothing across, am I? Nope. Y'all are probably going to leave, and I don't need you to do that. So I'm going to be humble and say, please stay seated. But how many kids are we going to watch die? How many kids and families are we going to watch hurt and destroy each other by not just taking the simple time to love them, you're right, and uplift them. What's wrong with that? Tonight's message, we're going to talk about, it's going to be on discouragement. Because everybody spends so much time getting discouraged. 
I walk over in this guy's house and he says to him, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm about it tonight now because I'm going to bring some scripture in a minute to back everything I say. But I want you to understand that this is what the world does. Everybody, even including me and everybody else, I'm not just talking to the world, I'm talking to me too. Because sometimes I get a little angry, but you got to have self-control. We talked about it the other night in men's group. you got to control what you're doing, what you're fixing to say. You don't say to your child, or you don't say to them, man, hey, you freaking stupid. Why can't you be more like your sister? Why can't you ever do anything right? That's what I hear out of people's mouths. That's the same thing they say to us, don't it? Why can't we do anything right? Freaking bunch of drug addicts. Y'all mad. And then people that's angry, people that are doing this. They always got names for all of us. I had anger problems, so they called me an aggressive narcissist. I was like this, what the heck is that? I mean, they just always giving us labels. Discouragement. When are you going to uplift somebody? That's our job. Lead us. So, Brother Steve, this is for you tonight. This other guy said the other day, this, this, is, this is his thing. He's over there with some kids, so he goes like this. I'm standing there watching him on his porch, right? So he's drinking and smoking. He mad at his kid because his kid's drinking and smoking. I'm like this, how you mad at your kid for drinking and smoking? And that's what you're doing. He said, man, well, you know, I get stressed out a lot. So I need a drink. Oh, do you now? I guess you need to smoke too. How does that make you feel? What, do you tell me how that relieves stress? Because it's in here, it's your crutch. So I told a story to him, like I shared with other people. Watch this, how this analogy unravels. When you break your leg, what props you up? There you go. After it heals, do you need your crutches anymore? Okay, then. Stop making crutches for yourself. We're broken people, right? You go to the healing of Jesus Christ, you don't need crutches anymore. So don't tell me when you need, you're stressed out and you're having a bad day. I need to drink and smoke. Why don't you ever say this? Man, I'm stressed out. I need Jesus. You see what I'm saying? How about getting you some of that? That'll take the stress off the table. I was just telling my brother earlier about that. Man, I get stressed out all the time, but I don't go around. Man, God, no, man, you got a Marlboro on you? You got a 40 in your trunk? No, that ain't going to relieve no stress. And it sure ain't going to relieve nothing when they see me out there. Oh, you leading people and stuff? You drinking and smoking? What kind of hypocrite are you? I don't know, a recovering hypocrite. I'm going to quit one day. After I quit being stressed out and my leg will ever heal because it's been broken for a while. So I say to the world, all them people out there, let me, let me say that because they all think that I'm, a, I'm all against them. We love drinkers and smokers. That's what God wants to heal. We love you coming in on meth and cracked out because that's what he wants to heal. It don't matter. You come as you are because check this out. I got a whole list of stuff. Are you trying to beat addiction, guess what you need to do? You need to go to church anyway. Huh? If you were out drunk all night, last night, I need you to come to church anyway. Right? So then, if you can't quit a disgusting habit, well, you might need to go to church. You need Jesus. 
You don't go out there making up excuses, talking about, I ain't going in there, I ain't ready yet. Well, when are you going to be ready? Maybe too late. Yeah, when it gets perfected. Or maybe when you get real drunk and you're riding back like them dudes was doing down here one night when I was standing out here at Truly Grace. They got ankle monitors on their legs, man. On their legs. They come down the street right here. People trying to walk to Piggly Wiggly. They ran off the road and killed a girl right out here in front of Truly Grace. Ran. Hit her and then took off. If we wouldn't have been there, they'd have just took off and left her dead in the ditch right out front of here. So when do you quit? So you can sit here and say, I'm bashing and doing whatever I'm doing. But when would be the point of me? You know what I'm saying? When, when, when do you tell me to quit smoking my crack and smoking my meth? It's all right. Everybody always says this all the time. You are right, ladies and gentlemen. Both of those things, drinking and smoking, are both legal by the government. Does that make it right? So whatever you do, you come in with your cigarettes, you come in with your drinking, your mad, crazy habits, being angry, and you keep coming to Jesus until he takes it from you. That's what you do. But you don't go around thinking that you can't come because you got some kind of type of addiction or a problem. See, that's right. This place is a, is a hospital for the broken, for the lost, the empty, the confused, everybody. Just like what that song saying, you know what I'm saying? He knows how to break every chain that you got. Every chain that you got, that you holding on to. I got anxieties. I got this. I got that. I understand you got them, but he can take them away. But you got to, and everybody goes like this. It's easier said than done. Only because you make it hard. You, watch this. If I tell you, I do this all the time. Hey, move your right hand. Y'all move your right hand. Ain't nobody even move. Are y'all retarded? Do y'all got a right hand? All right, look here. Move your right hand. That's better. I was in there like this. I was about to walk out. I was like, that ain't no sense of me talking to them. They retarded. But like I say, this is the hospital for even them. So God bless everybody in here. <laughs> but it's really easy. People make it hard on yourself. You see? All you got to do is be obedient. That's all you got to do. If you listen, he said, how do I do this? I said, all you got to do is listen. When you go to work, simple analogies, just pay attention. It's real easy. You go to work, right? And they tell you what to do, correct? So you go do it. How is it that you can do all of that, but you can't do nothing for your own self? But then you want to make an excuse all the time. The only reason I don't do it. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> You're stressed out, right? Cheating in Christmas. All right, we'll break out the tinfoil. Everybody, let's get high. I'm stressed out today. Let's give up everything in our lives, our children, our family, and let's give up everything. Because guess what? We're having a bad day. We're stressed out. That sounds easier, don't it? No, sure don't. Sounds freaking ridiculous. But everybody keeps making up excuses of why they don't want to change. Then we got them people out there all the time. They just want to talk about it. all of us. We're going to pray, though, right? For them, for us. Because I know for a fact, there's not a single person in this four corners of this, four corners of the earth that didn't regret 
something that they did from their past. And then they want to come look at another person and then pass judgment on us. See, we've all made mistakes and we're going to continue to. But God's grace is enough. For some odd reason, these old religious people think they ain't following all them laws. That's what it's, that brings me to my next thing. He loves us nonetheless. Do you really think everybody's like this? You have told me, man, I, I, Lord, you, you all right and everything, man, but I, I, don't, I don't come down there where you're at, man, because this is what they, they didn't tell me personally. They told some other churches. And then them pastors called me. They said, well, they don't go down there, man, because, you know, you ride around, you know, you do that ministry, man, but you ain't, you, 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 you ain't married. And so since you ain't married, you know, we, we ain't going to come down and listen to you. All right. So I just stood there for a minute. I said, well, check this out. Uh, for a million dollar question. Anybody in here got it? And them, I challenged them to send it to me in a text or whatever or call me again. What was Jesus' wife's name? That's all I want them to tell me. Jesus wasn't married. What you going to do? Stop listening to him? And then he come at me another way. So I said, well, I won't just tell you that. I'll tell you some more, you people that read this Bible and you got so many answers. Hmm. You are right. Jesus didn't go around sleeping with people and all that stuff. He didn't sin. But guess what? We ain't Jesus. He's the only one that's ever been without sin. He died in our place because we're sinners. And we're going to make mistakes. So by the grace of God and not your religious law, I am saved. I can come back from that. But you can't come back from stupid. So you keep on out there in the world and you keep preaching your fake gospel. Because I know what God I serve. Boy, I can't wait till they answer that question. Can you wait so I can put it up here on the board where kind of question they're going to answer, they're going to come back with that? Oh, it's beautiful when God just you just you surrender to him and he gives you the answers. But see what they did for a little bit. I got discouraged. And so many of us do because by what the world says about you, you can't be anything. You can't do nothing. Why? Because, oh, because I'm going to pick and choose what scripture I want to pick and choose. And then I'm going to turn it on you. Well, you said that there goes another million dollars I'll pay you if you can find in the book where it says that go into the book and find every scripture you can to dog another person out. Where does it say that at? I know what it does say in Romans 3.10. It says there is no one righteous, not even one. So how are you sitting there judging another? And telling them about what they can and can't do. Discouragement. We got to stay away from that. Speak life into people. I wish that they would spend as much time speaking life into somebody that they do to try to discourage somebody. That's what I want to tell them tonight. Because that's all they do. And, and, and God simply, he's against all that. He doesn't like gossip. He doesn't like slandering. He hates it. He despises it, but people still use it. They take scripture. He says, do not add or take away from my word. And they do it because they want that old devil gets in their head. The devil speaks louder to them than God does. And then we, as people, we bite on it because you can only imagine how mad I got because my former me, Raul, 
wanted to talk to them a little bit. But I didn't. I did it just right. I'm telling you right, if I wouldn't have had a Tuesday, there wouldn't have been a Friday. I promise you that. <laughs> Ooh, thank God. Thank you. So there we go. We have to take 30 seconds out to 45 to tell you small groups work. You got to get involved with a small group. Men and women sharpen one another, so please, I'm begging you, get in there. Share your story. Get it off your chest because we can't carry all of it by ourselves. Because had I not been sharpened, I might have lost it that day. And then my phone call would have been down there to tell everybody, hey, I'll see y'all, you know, probably never because I don't have any more chances. So I'd have had to do that and I'd have called him for a lifeline. Say, Bryce, it's all you, baby. <laughs> I'm on a 40-year flight <laughs> to Oklahoma. Well, what happened? I don't know, man. I lost my cool. This guy called me a name. Could you imagine that? Your whole life being screwed up. And you know what? Let me tell them something else. Look here. They, what they don't understand is even the area churches and all around, the community and everything, what's wrong with us working together? Why are we a different people than everybody else? See, see, if we keep fighting against one another, like he says, don't do. Once again, it's in scripture. The fight is not against one another. We're going to miss out on the biggest purpose that God has ever tried to give to us. Do you know what we could be if we could all unite and stand together on one accord and stop sitting here fighting and, and, and discouraging one another, always backbiting, talking about it. That person up the street then said, yeah, that per who cares? Somebody calls me on the phone. They always ask me questions about what another preacher said or whatever. I, that's not my business. My business is to do this, to take this scripture and just preach the truth. Use this to save lives. That is our goal, to bring people to Christ, not push them away. Can you get an amen in this house? Why is everybody discouraging folks? But yet, here they go. Just a talking. So I say again, John 8, 7. We'll give them some more scripture to think about. Those discouraging. You know what those called in, 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 in the believer world? They're called dream killers. Pillars. That's right. And they don't understand. Guess what else God don't really care for? You, you think he likes murderers? That's what you're doing. If you, if you take somebody's life away from them and discourage them and cause them to have sorrow of any kind, anxiety, depression, anything, you're killing them. That's right. You can't do that. But they do. Give you labels, then they go like this, then they say something like this. Oh, man, I didn't really mean it. I was just talking tongue in cheek. Well, I don't care what you was talking out your tongue or your cheek. It was, it, it was foolish, and you shouldn't have said it. Because you hurt somebody. Because just because we're human, we're supposed to, just because you got that attitude where it don't bother you, it'll kill somebody else. That's right. Why, 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 that's the, is that going to be the end of the story? That's not the end of the story, though, is it? That's, that's right. You see, that's what we got to do. And as leaders, we got to draw people. We got to lead. That's our job. 
See, I want to give y'all something to understand. When I say lostologists, and I say this, we're all in this together. Do you understand that? Because it's not a me thing. It's a what? It's a we thing. There you go. So we're all leaders. We're all ministers of this word. So that's why I say when you hear this word, I want you to look at it and apply it. Because I'm telling you, there's a world out here that's dying. And we're killing them because if we know the truth and we don't tell nobody about it, we're doing the same thing they're doing. How can you just keep it to yourself? I want people to say, where did you hear that from? You say, man, I heard it from this guy named Jesus. I don't want you to tell me a story about how you went down to whatever, the Mickey Mouse Club, whatever they got over here, to your friend's house. I, I can't say no names because then I get in all type of trouble all the time, but I know some people I went and talked to this week. And I was like this, boy, if you, I won't say that either, but you know they shouldn't be saying what they're saying. And you, you got to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that we can't just merely exist and walk around and talk anymore. That's over with. You're not going to change anything. Actions. We got to take action. When you get a blessing, you go tell somebody about your blessing because they don't know nothing about what Jesus or the power that he has unless you talk about it. Share your testimony. Share what's on your heart instead of letting them talk. You let them talk. You don't see what they're saying. They already dogging people. You can't tell me that. That hurts somebody's feelings, man. Anybody in this house had their feelings hurt before? People just talking out there. John 8, 7. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, let any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. So that's what I say. I challenge them on every angle that we got. Since you're so perfect, I done told them all the time, y'all come on down here to Truly Grace. I invite you down. I want you to tell us about your perfect life because we want to know how to get there since everything's so great in your world that you can go talk about somebody else. Discouragement. People need to stop that, man. We got enough of that going on already. Done had to hear it for how many years? You are this, you are that. Don't let him come in your house. He's going to rob you. Can't take a shower. Blah, blah. I was like, this guy, dog, can't take a shower. What do you think I'm finna do? Woo, take the soup. That's what I'm talking about. Don't drop the soup. Lord, don't get it. I'm just waiting in there like I'm a little peeping Tom in the window. Watch that, he's gonna slip in a minute. That's some crazy stuff these worlds got. But they'll tell that story, and it, like just like I just told that, watch this. There'll be 500 messages later. Lord, you've been peeping the windows. I'll be like this, good Lord. What, what part of the message did you really hear? Did you, did you hear any of the scripture or you just heard about the part about the soap? Well, I'll tell you what, this world, they're confused, but my nephew here, he's going through things, and his friends go through things, right? He shouldn't have a baby. He's already got one. And, and uh, I'm so proud of little Noah. So proud of my nephew. He goes out and be a man, go to work every day, and little youngster taking care of business. He's going to be a leader. Going to show his, you know what I'm saying? That's what, that's what he's supposed to do. Show your kids what time it is. But his little friend want to, want to do all type of things. He want to snort pills, get high. He's about to have a baby. He think that's the way to go. So I'm saying in national, so nobody, I got plenty of witnesses. I ain't on, I'm, I'm going over there. If anybody would like to join me to talk to this troubled youth, 
I'd like for us to all go over there and join and, and let them know, man, look, that's over with. It's time to be a leader. Because if we don't stand up bold and go out there and teach other men and women how to do it, they'll never, they will never know. They're going to still think they brother that they're living with over there that's game banger. He say, man, I'm a crip. I like that. What? <laughs> you, you, you a gangster? Boy, I laugh at this stuff, man. <laughs> boy, I wish. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I, I'll drop you off somewhere, boy, and you'll change your mind real quick. <laughs> oh, no, no, I ain't nothing. Uh-uh. That's, oh, it's too late now. Take your show, clothes off, your shoes, everything. Come on out. Give me your car keys. Yep, there you go. And you just be standing on the side of the road. Butt naked, throwing up signs. <laughs> I'm, I'm a crip. <laughs> you sure are. <laughs> but you keep on going with that lifestyle because you ain't made for that. That's why you got to come over here and that's why we got to lead them to Jesus. And show them, man, look here, there's a better way. Because the way you're going ain't going to work. Ain't going to work. Jeremiah 29, 11 goes on to say, when they kept on questioning, no, no, that's Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. All God talks about is plans for hope and a future. But the world out there tries to discourage you and destroy every plan for your future. Now, which one will you decide tonight to listen to? It's okay for you to tell your friends. Hey, man, I done made a decision. I'm going to go with Jesus. You, you got to. Because somebody that means something really to me, their whole family, they've been in a whole life in a generational curse of drugs and drinking and everything. That's why I'm so passionate about changing because I was there. And I know what it's like to be that, the drunk, the crackhead, the meth head, the everything. And how many lives I destroyed around me. Because it ain't just about you. It's about everybody around you that you hurt. Your children, your family members. You destroy people. So you have to stop, not because of you, but you need to stop for everybody around you. Be a leader. This dude comes up in the thing. I know the dude that owns the car. They drove up in it just right here in front of me. They stole his car. And they just riding around in it. And they didn't pick a regular car. They picked a car that is, in a, is a showroom car that everybody knows. Yeah. And I'm like this. What, you just bought that car? Uh-uh. We stole it. God, no. Well, you came to the right place. Y'all might need to come on in. Be, uh, uh, because these... <laughs> yeah, park away. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, man, but that's what I'm talking about. If you're not bold enough to stand up to your friends and family that you hang with, all these gang members and stuff that you hang around with, all these friends you're hanging out with, but you're scared to go up to them and say, hey, man, I ain't with that no more, man. And you need to stop that too. Before for the rest of your life, you're taking showers with other men in boxes. And that's going to be your life. The rest of your life. Then you're going to take everybody around you with them. There's so many lives that's going to be destroyed for that one boy that was found in that water. Because a whole house of people thought it was a good idea. They was hard. They gang members. Oh, are you? You're so hard. You take an innocent boy's life. I say this because I want them to change. 
I want somebody to stand up to them and go to them. If you know these people and you know people like them, you go and stand up to them and tell them to stop before it's too late. Them boys ain't out there playing. They got a place for you. We breaking chains. They going to put you in chains. And you're going to sit there for a long time and miss out on all the blessings of your life because you want to be all tough and discourage folks and lie. I'm here tonight to tell you to stop just watching the world pass by and not let another life go in front of you that you could save. Speak life into them. Go into your community. Talk to them about it. Be bold. I have one scripture left and we'll leave it like this this evening. Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. There comes a day where all this life is over with. What, you, what will you be remembered as? Somebody that spoke death into everybody or, and watched it happen in your family, in your life? Or somebody that stood up for the one that saved and gave you life and give life to another person? People and families are hurting out here, ladies and gentlemen. Do you know how bad that hurts? Just think for a minute. Your child, gone. You get that phone call, gone. Because you didn't monitor anything. You never became a leader in his life or her life. You just let the world just do whatever they want to with them. Then you want to get mad at those people. How can you get mad at those people when you didn't do nothing? You just stood there when you had the opportunity to do everything you could. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't speak from someone that has no idea what that feels like because I've lost two kids. Okay? So I'm asking every man and woman under the sound of my voice, out there in the media, go out there and be a leader. It's a lost world out there. Do you see it? You know it's out there. We're going to be the only saviors that they'll ever see. So don't be scared. Preach this gospel to them. Tell them that it doesn't matter. Whatever they did five minutes ago, it's okay that Jesus loves them. And he will save them and restore them. Before they end up just like, what was his name again? Dustin, Dustin Suttles, bless his heart and his family. Man, boy, I tell you what. Ladies and gentlemen, if they fail, if you fail, keep fighting. Tell them to keep fighting. Doesn't matter if they have a bad drug habit and stuff, you're tired of talking to them. We're here to love the unlovable. To be here no matter what. You give up on them, it's over with. We don't give up because Jesus never gave up on us. Do you receive the message tonight? God bless.